My name is Toby Sells. I am a reporter at the Memphis Flyer. And we, today we're relaunching our podcast. We had one some time ago. Uh, the format was weird. Nobody listened to it. And we decided, you know what, we're going to jump back in with a new format. So what we hope to do is to do shorter shows. And instead of bringing you anything newsy or anything that was in the paper necessarily, uh, we just want to bring to you some uh, really interesting people from the community. And that can be anybody from politicians to artists to actors to uh, anything, anybody out there. And that's what I've done today. I, today I've brought you a man, Gilworth. Yes, I'm a politician, so we're <laughs> going to talk about my stances on on uh, the aquifer. And that's what we're going to talk in depth and, about and the aquifer. Groovy mustaches. Yes, that's what I'm into now is saving the aquifer and groovy mustaches. And, and Gil knows about them all. Gilworth is the uh, he is the owner, proprietor, recorder, everything for the OM Network, OAM Network. The, How do you mom, say the mom and pop shop that is the OAM Network. OAM Network. And I see the stickers out there, and I've known about it, but I never know what they call it, the OM Network or the OAM Network. It's both. Okay. I came up when I, I think I got that because I was... I got asked to record um, orchestras at Cordova High School, and when she uh, she came to me, I, like so, I, when I did it, I set up and I had my computer, and I had to do it like really quickly. So they would, the orchestras would play. I would take my SD card, pop it in my computer, edit it down, put it onto a CD, and give it to the band. So when she came up to me, she was like, "All right, so what's your company name?" And I, I was like, "Oh man." So my kids are on <laughs> Eddie and Mia. And OHM, ohm, is a term for, you oh, know, like, yeah. I don't know, it's like voltage or something into a speaker. I'm, I know a lot about audio. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it might not, it might be something completely. I played music and I just knew ohms and speaker cabs were like a thing. So I thought it like had some sort of a thing to it, like ohm, but it's O-A-M, Owen, Eddie, and Mia, my kids. Uh, I see. But I have Nora now, so I don't know what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> Might just what? rename it. Yeah, the OM network. I don't know. We'll no. see. Um, but uh, Gil is actually. Oh, and, and just a production note here. We are coming to you from the patio at Celtic Crossing in beautiful downtown Cooper Young, Memphis, Tennessee, USA. So that was a FedEx plane going over. We've got cicadas everywhere, people walking by on the patio. Is and, this the uh, downtown of Cooper Young? Uh, you know, it's the main drag, the main strip, yeah. man. You know, beautiful, scenic downtown Cooper Young. Uh, over here on the side patio, but uh, so anyway, if it sounds like we're outside and just kind of messing around, that's uh, that's what we're doing. But you can hear the beautiful cicadas ringing all summer long. Mm-hmm. Gil, you were actually one of our top twenty under thirties back I in the day, was, right? Uh, Two thousand fifteen. Two thousand fifteen. Was that when you started the network? I think that I had the network going. For maybe a year or two at that point. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe you could just talk about how you got started. I got started. I was. Uh, I played music for a long time, from like 13 to 25. I played music around town, but you know, really, you know, I, I was in a couple of decent bands. Like we toured and released some records and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I was playing in bands for pizza and beer okay. at dive bars and a lot of people were doing that i mean there's there's still a ton of people that do that's such a big part of the memphis music scene is you know the the guys and girls that go out there and just you know they play the dive bars and right. stuff late at night and they have a good following but uh at one point i was in like five bands and i was i just started dating my wife 
or my then girlfriend, sure. now wife, sure. my wife, and she was, I think it, at a certain point I was gone like every night because I was either practicing or playing a show, and she was like, you can't do this to yourself anymore, because <laughs> I really, I was just playing, you know, I was getting drunk off free beer, playing at a bar, and coming home trashed every night, and then waking up and going to work. Right. So as you do. Yeah. So she asked me to cut back, and I did. I, I quit some of the bands that I was in, and a couple of the bands broke up. And then it bull. It was just one band after I'd been in five, and then I had a huge falling out with that band because of a number of reasons. One of the members had a pregnant girlfriend, and they didn't like, uh, or she didn't like us, and uh-huh. it, it was just. Very Yoko sitch. It was a Yoko sitch, <laughs> but and hey, who knows? Maybe I'm the Yoko. Right. But uh, and then that band broke up, and then I like I wasn't playing music, and I felt, and I felt it was really hard for me to find a band that I could, you know, put my time into. That um, I don't know. It, sure. That, that could get going right. enough, you know, because up to that point, music had gone so easy. Right. You know, we practiced. Uh, we booked shows somehow, and it just felt like we just kind of like skimmed along, and we didn't have to worry about anything. But and then it got to the point where like I just couldn't find that anymore, so I had to do something. And at that point, I started listening to a bunch of podcasts. I listened to one called Comedy Bang Bang for a while. Okay. And uh, I'd always like had a recording equipment, so I just kind of thought like, man, you know what? I think that maybe we could do one of these. So I started one with my cousin. And I think 2012 called Studio Podcast. Okay. And it was ba- it, Studio. Yeah, it was just based on that uh, the song by Phil. It wasn't based on the song by <laughs> Phil Collins, but I used that word just because he made it up as a word that didn't mean anything. Okay. So I was like, this would be a podcast that didn't mean anything. And we should call it Studio Podcast. Coming to you live from the Studio Studios. Oh, nice. It was a. It was, and I love alliteration. So sure. What did you guys uh, talk about on the show? We we did like a variety show, I guess. Okay. So we had a guest on. And we had people like Jeff Hewlett and Mike Larrabee and um, Josh McClain. And we would do, like, an intro. Uh, we'd interview them. We'd do, like, crossfire questions where me and the other hosts would ask them questions really fast. Okay. Um, and then we'd do, like, a topic section where we'd talk about topics. And then we played a game at the end of the show. And uh, after, and then towards the end of that, I know... I've, found out that I really like doing the game part more than anything else and uh-huh. that's when I did the game show was because I just wanted to do a show that was just all party games or whatever the whole time so we didn't have to interview or like write questions okay. or anything like that I could just like meet up with somebody and you know we were like had these games of Cards Against Humanity Heads Up or whatever Mad Gab and we just sit and play them and I felt like that was I don't know for me that was a lot more fun <laughs> to get to know somebody because I feel like knowing someone's weird competitive nature is like way more interesting sometimes than really like like you can get a lot out of just right. that sure than just like talking to someone and and were people listening to those probably not no okay <laughs> i mean i really i mean i don't think so now okay i mean you you put i mean even when i was playing music we were putting music out but god who knows who was listening sure. to it you know okay. what i mean so and at that point i was just putting these putting the shows out there i didn't know who was listening to it but I really enjoyed putting it together, like okay. you know, put it, like writing the intro to it, designing the logo, and like making like a package. Okay. So when I started doing the game show, uh, Richard from Black Nerd Power uh, talked to me and asked me how I did it, and I was talking to him about it, and 
he said like, well, could you help me do mine? I had not, and he told me his idea, and I was like, man, that's a great idea. Uh, yeah, let's totally do that. So uh, we were recording stuff in the bottom of Minglewood. Okay. Like I had a friend that had a practice space in there, and like three or four bands practiced there so they could afford the space. Okay. And then they just let us come in there and record when they weren't there. So when we would record, we just go down there. We had like a little card table and four folding chairs that we had to put in the corner when they practiced. <laughs> so every time we'd go down there, we'd set everything up and record. A lot of the shows had like bands in the background practicing. There was a band that was across the hall from us that sounded like if Bob Dylan wanted to play Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> it, I want to hear that band right now. I'm, I hope they're still out there somewhere. Yeah, man. Um, Making it happen. Yeah, I know. If, if someone's listening, they're like, oh, man, that's my band. <laughs> the, you know, the Chili's Chilling Stones. <laughs> I couldn't think of a good one. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's perfect. You know, I it's maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit that people know what a podcast is. Okay. I, I know what they are, and I listen to them all the time. Uh, do, you, do you still run across people that don't know what they are? Yes. Okay, and what do you tell those people? Um, I mean, it's always easy to say it's like a radio show that happens on the internet or okay. something, but it stays up there and you can listen to it whenever you want to. It, I mean, it's it's like radio on demand, Okay. but I don't know. I don't know if it's like my dumb creative brain. Like, I have to think about it as more than just that. Like, sure. It can be anything, you right. know? It could be a story or... You know, it could be an interview thing, or it could be a dumb show where you play games with people, or you can make, like, a whole audio documentary on something. Like, it could be anything. Right. It's just you're that, creating that's, it. That's kind of the, the, the thing about podcasts, right, is that uh, people say, why are people listening to this? It's because the shows can be about anything, and almost anybody can do them, put them together, and you can put that out into the world thanks to iTunes or Stitcher, which is another place where you can find podcasts out there. And so... Uh, you know, say you're looking for a show about politics. God, there's got to be thousands oh, of them. Oh yeah, out I mean, there. they have a whole politics section in right. iTunes. I mean, legacy podcasts. They're podcasts that are just based on TV shows. There's one about X Files, where they go through every episode That's of right. X Files, like stuff like that. Like you really can do whatever you know. Yeah. And find a you know a corner that has a group of dedicated people that will listen to you talk about it because they're so... I mean, it's like, it's nerding out. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely yeah. is. And I tell people, and uh, and I have to come clean as a uh, unabashed Sasquatch lover fan my whole life as a kid even, and now I can, there are literally dozens of Sasquatch shows, Bigfoot shows out there to listen to. Whether you want to hear just about people's experiences, there's a show just about that. There's a show out there about... Uh, trapping and and tracking methods and shit you know which is crazy to me yeah. but it's like anything any part of whatever it is that you're interested in you can find that geography in yeah. a podcast yeah and you can make it as detailed as you want about the thing yeah it can be as vague or as detailed about it as you want it to be right and, um, which is amazing and, and when you uh, when you kind of founded the the OM Network uh, were there a lot of podcasts in Memphis at the time was there a lot of energy around it? Uh, I know that uh, a lot of the comedy community had shows. Oh, okay. There's a guy named uh, Jared Callen who had a network called um, Shut Up and Listen. Okay. And they had a few things with, like, Josh McLean still has a show on there. Uh, the Klein Brothers had a show. Um, and there were a few. Okay. Of them. So he had a little network going. And um, 
I had heard of uh, Re- or what is it, Replay FM. I'd heard of them. Oh, sure, okay. And they do they do really good stuff too. But yeah, I knew that there were a few. Okay. But um, and, and now, I think I, at a, a certain point, I just like wanted to be on those shows, and I couldn't, so I just like, well, I'll make my own then. <laughs> and know? you did, and I mean, starting from uh, you know what those kind of two first shows that you were doing. Uh, just kind of messing around. Uh, you've got a lot of shows now. How many shows do you have? Right now, I think we have 10 active ones. Wow. And then uh, about 15 or 20 that we have in the vault, which is, you know, um, shows that aren't, or maybe, you know, are week or monthly or, okay. you know, don't come out as regularly or aren't coming out right now. Yeah. And they're all over the board. You mentioned Black Nerd Power, which is awesome. Maybe you can talk a little bit about what that show is. It is sci-fi and um, and fantasy from a black POV. It's uh, comedian Richard Douglas Jones, uh, Marcus Seabury, and Kimber, and they uh, they do stuff like they do like tech talks yeah. where they they break down new technology stuff. They talk about they have Comic Corner where they talk about new comics have come out. They always talk about like all the new sci-fi movies and stuff like that. But a lot of it is just from their perspective. Yeah, you know, th- growing up being a nerd. Right. And, you know, how it, I don't know, makes you into the person you are now. And I love that show, and it is hilarious. And uh, I tell you, if you can if you can go check it out, go find it. And, uh, Do you need anything, sir? I'd, I'd love another beer, yeah. Thanks. Uh, you want another beer? Yes. Can you have an Ananda, please? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Great, thanks. Uh, we moved on you, man. Sorry, dude. That's okay. I'll take care of you. Great, great staff here at Celtic Cross. No, they're really great. They really yeah. are. Um, and... As an aside, I call Celtic Crossing, I call this Flyer East. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of times if I'm in the office, maybe there's not a lot going on, I come up here use uh, use Celtic as my office. So uh, It's a good office. It is. It's really great. There's we, And now, you know, with all the other ambient music, we've got a little uh, uh, Irish band getting ready to kick off here on the patio. So kind of going to the other perspective, uh, not the other perspective, the other side of the, I'm messing all that up. Uh, you know, the other side of things, you've, you've just got a new show with Just City, which is a criminal justice uh, reform advocacy group here in town. And their shows are not black nerd power. It's very serious, very uh, very interesting, in-depth shows. Oh, yeah. Um, the Permanent Record. Uh, yeah. It, and we, you know, we interviewed uh, Mike Rawlings. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has uh, Wendy Thomas coming in soon. But yeah, I mean, and Ramesh Berry was yeah, there one yeah, exactly. day. Yeah, exactly. We, we did that one live at uh, at Coworks, and there's a video on our Facebook right now of the whole thing. But uh, but yeah, that that show's great, and yeah. it it is you know it definitely is a podcast version of Just City. But uh, I love the way that Josh has gone about doing it, the way he interviews people. It's really interesting. To kind of go a little bit broader, maybe. I know that uh, everybody said that podcasts were having a moment when Serial came out. Okay, and, yeah. And Serial was, was kind of this breakthrough thing. Podcasts had been around for, God, 10 years before, uh, before that show came around, but it certainly upped the profile of, of podcasts, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that was like, that was uh, one of the first shows that got really big that like production value was a huge part of okay. it, you know, and like... And again, it was one of those things where it was more than just a interview podcast, like where you put a mic in the corner of a room and you and your buddies sit around and talk about stuff. It like everything just was like cut together so well, and, okay. and like it was, just, and it just sounded you know huge. It, right. Like I mean, 
that, and that was you know that's like a, such a big thing about podcasting now is like you can make you know you can play theater of the mind and you know make this big production um, and you know now with how technology is you know you can learn how to do you know editing software and stuff like that and you can do all this from your house yeah yeah which is crazy uh, and it gives rise to that idea that you were talking about before that you know you can have a show about anything and almost anybody can do it I mean there, there's a bit of a, a tech threshold I think to get there uh, and certainly if you want to make it sound great like cereal there's there's a bit of an investment threshold to, to kind of get you over the top but yeah I mean if you've got a computer or even a cell phone you can you can maybe make a podcast you oh know, yeah definitely and put it out there um one thing we haven't talked about is uh, the good news that Ohm Network is now. You're talking about being in the basement of Minglewood there for a minute. You guys are getting ready to move to Church Health. Yes, we uh, we're moving into the Concourse Building. There is uh, not Church Health. I'm sorry. The, yeah, yeah, but we're partnering with Church Health. Okay, they own they they own the broadcast booth that we're gonna we're gonna go or we're going to partner chair with them. I'm trying to think of the best word for that. <laughs> they partner with them. Partner with them, but we're going to occupy the sound booth. Okay. And um, it's going to be us and a, uh, a video production company called uh, Forever Ready. Okay. And so they have a corner of it, and we have a corner of it, but we'll be able to record and do all the stuff that we do from there. It's in the main atrium. It's gonna. There's a huge glass window on one side of it, cool. so you can walk by and see us doing stuff. So it's going to be interesting. Oh my gosh, so this lady that has just parked here on Oliver, right where Gil and I, I think she driving some kind of fancy sports car, and I think she messed her car up real bad trying to parallel park into this spot, which is hilarious. Maybe it's not that fancy, but yeah, there was a lot of grinding and graveling and uh, running up on the curb she was doing. It was awesome. Uh, what, did it hit the rims? She might have scraped her rims. Oh man, she scraped her rims. This I is think. great. This is excellent. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is grill podcasting yeah. at its at its finest here. Um, did cap it off. The very last thing, uh, you know, some folks will say, well, podcasting is uh, it's having a, it's having a time, having a moment right now, but it's uh, maybe a fad, a trend, and there's no way that it can keep going. Is that how you see it, or? I always I have to think is everything as open as possible, you know, sure. like everything just has endless possibilities. So, I mean, it's like almost like my mission statement. Like uh-huh. it's like, <laughs> like uh, is it gonna last or right. oh, did I you see, make yeah. a terrible decision? <laughs> you should have you should have stayed in school. <laughs> you shouldn't have grown that mustache. Yeah, you shouldn't have grown that mustache, Gil. <laughs> what are you gonna do now? Work in radio. Right, right. But uh, I I hope that. I, we can continue to create something that um, that people enjoy listening to. Yeah, We're, I can continue to you know produce some entertainment that people you know enjoy listening to to and from work or while they're sitting at their desk. Um, which you know is like always the big thing is like what's podcast biggest market? Market is like when you're sitting at your desk and you have to do something else, but you want something <laughs> in your ears. Yeah. But but I I love listening to yeah. something. I think that it's especially like it's just a different mindset when you're listening to a like a spoken you know a podcast or something like it's not like listening to music. I feel like that at a certain point I can always kind of. Uh, phase out of it a little mm-hmm. bit and get lost in it but with with listening to a podcast like depending on what it is like I just feel like I'm invested in it right you know because yeah. like especially depending on what the subject or whatever I can get really invested in it 
and it's just a different mindset. Right. Absolutely. You know? And I'm the same way, you know. Uh, I listen to podcasts on my commute, uh, and when I'm on, uh, when I'm riding my bike to work, you know, uh, I've got about a 25-minute, 30-minute commute. Oh, we've got some tree uh, tree guys back here cleaning up some storm damage, so, uh, you know, more uh, more of the uh, real Memphis going on here yeah, behind that us. that is but, some uh, real Memphis stuff. But yeah, I get engaged, and and uh, and you know when I've got favorite shows, and I can't wait for them to come back on in two weeks or whatever. Um, so uh, I hope they're here to stay. I enjoy the hell out of them. But uh, but anyway, Gil, thanks for thanks for talking to us. Oh, I man, appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. Good luck. Thank you. All right, man. I appreciate it.